You're listening to Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio. Follow Angie on Instagram at Between Blue Worlds. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Between Blue Worlds. Enjoy! double standards, aren't we? Just filled to the brim with great advice we don't follow. Am I only talking to myself? No. Know what I'm doing today? Sad shit on purpose. It's making me really happy. Mark and I talked a long time ago on, I think, on Fireside Chats. We're talking about um, kind of the freedom to be sad, I guess. You know, uh, both of us grew up, Mark is a my name's Angie. I'm Between Blue Worlds. Uh, I do this uh, while I walk around my house and do my other shit because uh, I love connecting with people. I love you guys. And I found myself in that point in life where I wanted to say things and find the other people that would want to say them with me instead of making fun of me for saying them. I didn't know what I was going to say before that came out. I got real sick at some point of having every idea I said get shot down because it wasn't in my immediate physical sphere that people understood what I was doing. And I think that's that's biologically useful for the planet as a whole. I think that there's a reason um, there's like one of each player, one of each character in the groups. Oh, this one's for Holly. I'm going around. Holly, I'm going to send you this rock. I know I've said this before and fallen through. Um, I even have a ring I made you like four years ago. Still. (laughs) Um, I'm not great at mailing things. Uh, I'm kind of a completion phobe. Speaking of liking being sad. uh, If you grew up in the 90s like Mark and I did. Mark is uh, my producer. I suppose that's what we'd call you, huh, Mark? He's the creator and brain and being, uh, ultimately behind Open Lines Radio, which is our kind of family here. There's Hannah, who is Roadside Shaman, and Soraya, who is uh, Experiment House, and I don't know, there's a bunch of people I shouldn't have started listing names. <laughs> but come listen to everybody. There's, there's no filter Some people will edit their stuff before it goes out to take out their ums and their butts or their take out their butts. Don't take out your butts. Leave in your butts. That's the whole point. But, you know, there's some editing that may go on. I don't want to mislead you and make it sound like I'm the only lazy ass who just pops it right into the Google Drive for Mark to put out without even doing shit to it. And I use it as a excuse. It's, It's raw vulnerability. Nah, man, I get fucked up around editing. This will never go out if I have to edit it. Not at this point. Maybe eventually. But right now, I'll tell you from 36 years of experience, if I got to edit this shit, it's never finding any. Not the light of day. Nothing. I probably have six or seven in my uh, thing that I've saved because I wanted to take either a part out or do something. Hey, I just did something. I'm mailing in my name change. 
I've been married for uh, <laughs> two years, right? Two years. Yes, because the form I signed in 2017, I had to change it to 2019. So I've been married for two years, and I had not... Uh, oh, what is this? This is probably from collections or some shit. Um, I hadn't mailed in my name change, and I looked it up, and technically, my name is changed. It's just that Social Security doesn't know that it's changed. Um... It's not that they make the change official. It's that they haven't recorded the change. We give authority in a lot of places where it doesn't live. Did you know you don't have to get a social security number? But it makes life so much easier. Fucking does it? I don't know. I felt like it'd be a lot easier to not have to file this fucking thing. But what about if you want to go and get health insurance? I have health insurance for the first time in 10 years. Thanks for bringing that up. I don't know what I'm doing with it. I don't know why I have it. Okay, so I have my line. Oh, that's what I was gonna tell you guys. It's way better than what I was starting to tell you. Last night, I had a vision. I had an idea last night. What are ideas? What are thoughts? Oh, don't chew that up, Holly. Uh, uh, your biology is lined up with certain kinds of thoughts. It's like you have a certain operating system. So you know how your cell phone has a phone number? It's like all your biology, your DNA is like a phone number. And then there's all this stuff floating around that you're eligible for or that's open to you or that'll work on your operating system. And then depending on where you're operating from or at and what hormones or what we call them, like what mood you're in, what feelings you have, those are your hormones. Stop, Holly. You can't chew that up. Sorry, bud. Sorry, bubs. Hold on. Yeah. Come here. Come in. Oh, right here? You want me to sit right here? <laughs> All right. So then the thoughts are like, you know, radio waves, basically. And so as you tune yourself, and so let's say you start eating a certain kind of fruit every day. You're going to have a different series of thoughts because you're putting different molecules into your body. Um, if you're eating factory farm stuff, it just gets so fucking bleak and we can't say it's like it well i ate that when i was a kid because the shit didn't exist when you were a kid any of you even kids who are kids still it's new all the time there's stuff and you know we have laws in place that are i'm starting to get there this is this is the point in the podcast where you hear me start to decide if i am going to rant on what we don't have so that you know or if I am going to not talk about it at all. Am I going to ignore anything? Or am I going to look around at what's been created and see the avenues out and then let them loose? What if I, what if that's what I did? What if I looked at the issues? What if we, just to make myself more comfortable so I'm not alone in this. What if we, oh I just noticed the back of the chair almost has a bat in it. That's cute. They're like these really fancy chairs, but I just noticed it's almost a bat face right in the middle. That's neat. I like old furniture for no good reason. It's heavy. It's terrible to try to move and walk around, but I just really like it. I like it because it's, I don't know. It's usually really sturdy and cool woods. A lot of our furniture in our house is from our grandparents who have now passed away. 
Nick has, my husband has one grandpa left on this side of the veil. And I, I got no one. Even my step-grandma we didn't talk to passed away. I think that's true. I got no one, right? No. My grandma was last and she passed away right before I got married. So yeah, so now we have all their furniture, and we talk about them, and I'm I'm finding there's a sweet spot in every point in a child's development where we can talk about death a little bit, and the more that I confront it, go figure, uh, the easier it gets. I had never been to a funeral until like the end of high school, and I just really, I had it, my first big panic attack that I can remember. Um, I was probably four, maybe five, but probably four. And, uh, I absolutely freaked out because I realized, like, it hit me that my dad was going to die. And I was in the shower and I just panicked. Completely. I never stopped panicking. (laughs) And now, even now, when I'm, like, really nervous, that's the thought, that's the frequency that'll pick up. It's like, oh, maybe your dad's dead. And it's interesting when you start kind of not playing with your DNA, but playing with what you eat and what you expose yourself to and notice the different kinds of thoughts and ideas that come to you because it's very much a locality. You know, where are you? What are you picking up? Everything's connected. There was this cool little segment of video in a documentary I watched a long time ago where they, you get, some of you will probably recognize this. I can't remember. It was, I think it was one about, a guy who had gone in an accident and suddenly saw spirit. You know, he'd see wavelengths and energies come into rooms and all that stuff. Um, which is what I saw as a kid that I really fought to not see anymore. And now I'm, that's, that's the name between blue worlds. You know, I'm trying to figure out how to see that stuff, how not to have terror around it. Um, I know how to not get hurt physically. Um... But things are still sad. There's still secondary trauma and mediumship. Um, I hadn't really thought about it that way. But I stopped working missing persons cases recently because, well, it was sad. And I didn't have the push through. It was somebody else's turn. There was a lot of psychics doing it. A lot, a lot. You would be, maybe you wouldn't be at all surprised at how many psychics work on investigations. Um, I recently floated the idea of not, we don't want to be black ops psychics. Um, so we'll be light ops psychics, you know, we'll, uh, do energy work to smooth out things, you know, not make them more chaotic, not apply another trick, not use our hypocrisy to our own advantage. But to notice the game and pick up kind of the pathway that untangles it the most. Have you ever really taken the patience and time to untangle something? I know a lot of people haven't. I love to untangle things. I like to sit with necklaces that are really tangled, little balls of stuff. I have a dream of having an Etsy business where you can mail me your tangled jewelry and I'll pick it apart. that's That's how much I like it. Um, that kind of completion I love, but there's something about 
doing something and completing it and knowing that it's done, it's dead. You kind of have to kill things. I think a lot of hoarding or um, procrastination is that we're nice people. We don't want to kill it. And on a subconscious level, we know once we do something, it's dead. Whether that's transplanting a tree. And let me tell you, if if you think you're going to garden or live off the land peacefully, not hurting anything... Um, I haven't found anybody that has experienced it to that. (laughs) Um, It can start out that way, but it's usually because somebody else is doing your dirty work. You know, you're staying at a resort or another place or moved into a place that's ready. And then once it gets real and it's you that has to decide if you're going to have mice in your house or kill them. Or what are you going to do? For us, it meant redoing all our siding and doing humane traps where we took them somewhere else because we've talked to everybody and for that one, killing them hasn't helped anybody. The people who are calling exterminators are having bigger problems because what's happening is they're killing everything that's in the house and they're not filling in the holes where the mice are getting in. And if that's not an analogy, I don't know what is. I have an empowerment line for you. If you find yourself up against anything, you can take your time to respond. You don't have to answer immediately. Breathe deep. Take your time to respond. Think about what they just said. You can make eye contact while doing it even. This sounds simple, but this is your permission to take all the time you need to think about whatever decision you're making. No one has a right to rush you. And moving slowly is going to save lives, not endanger them. Anyone who doesn't notice or respect that isn't ready to be where you're at with your decision-making, and you need to ask them to wait till you're done deciding. There's no one better or less than. There's just people with different tools doing different things with their, their being. Some of them don't know they have any choices. Some of them do. Some of us are on the path of choosing, and that makes it harder in some respects. You can feel yourself wanting to be ignorant again. That's not a new feeling. I mean, how many movies and everything have we based on just wanting to forget? Ignorance is bliss. Before I knew this, before that died, before we had to move on, It occurred to me that when my son doesn't want to eat certain things, I'm just going to say throw them away and move on. I don't care. Because the conversations around it are hurting all of us more than the food would ever benefit him. And he likes a lot of healthy foods. I'm talking about my older, not my toddler. Toddler just, uh, they just explore food. He's still mostly nursing. He's two. And he eats a lot. But it's just what he wants to eat. And we don't force food because food is also... Remember that food carries stuff, uh, especially if you're buying it from somewhere else and you're not growing it yourself, which it can still carry things. But um, if it's delivered to your home, it's carrying everything it's come in contact with. So, you know, it's better to nurse. It's If you're going grocery shopping, all those boxes have been touched and breathed on and everything. And I'm not trying to scare you, but it's okay to start living like this is real. 
to protect ourselves that way so that we can't be scared into things like faulty poisonous immunizations that aren't even proven to work with no tither test to even know who's immunized there's no proof that this immunization works isn't that terrifying we thought there was i spent years looking into all this it's just wild and nobody likes being the messenger watching the followers drop but once you know something, it's hard to keep it to yourself and then the people that are saved because of it, you know, or don't feel alone in those messages that say, oh my gosh, if you hadn't posted that or thank you so much for saying that, you know, back in the day I unfollowed you over that and then I was in this situation and I remembered you had said something and I came back here to find you for that. It happens. I had somebody come back three years after a reading and she had told me when I did the reading Essentially, no, none of that's possible. That's not what we're doing. Thank you. It was very nice and this and this hit, but no. And three years later, she messaged me and said, oh my gosh, I just came across, I was reading old emails, going through my old emails and came across this. And I have to tell you, my husband had got that new job. And I thought at the time, I even told you, there's no way he just changed jobs. And I ended up getting pregnant, like you said, and I had no idea, blah, blah. And I used to do these really, like, predictive readings that were just, you know, there will be a guy there with a green sweater, and there will be a guy there with a green sweater. I passed all the tests to be a phone psychic, and then the last chick hated me. She didn't call me on time, and then she blamed me, and it was all this craziness. And that's when I said, oh, before I can be a working psychic, I need to figure out my shit with women a little bit. Because I got some you know, with myself, my female self. And here I am finding my way into stepping into womanhood in a culture that really I, I idolizes. I mean, I guess there's not a more accurate, accurate word. Use that idealism and idols. Um, young women. Young, young, young. Young people. And it's going away. You know why we couldn't talk about it before? Because it wasn't a problem. It was just the way it was before. Do you want to sit up here? You want to sit in your seat? Or you want to sit on the couch? We can get your seat ready. Hmm? Oh, we could just leave them up here and then dance and eat and come back and get someone more hungry. Yay! Uh, my son this morning asked me if Michael Jackson had raped two little kids. And my answer was, I really don't think so. I think he really um, was affectionate and thought that he wasn't abusive. I don't think he was penetrating or anything. I, I wouldn't even think he'd be capable, quite honestly. And I know, I know, I can hear the ire. Hold on. Hold on. Even in myself. But once you start to learn... If you really lean into this, and maybe you already have, and you have a different opinion still. Once you start to learn about the people that were around him, Weinstein is just such a tip of the iceberg. That guy, at least the women were mostly, at least, so far of age. Cosby, too. At least it was adult women. And I know, but they, you know what? Taking away a whole kid's life, or taking away a 45-year-old woman's life, we all know that's different. Okay. 
And Epstein and Clinton are bad. They're bad, bad boys. They think they're showing the world a good time, doesn't Clinton? I think Clinton, Bill probably doesn't even get how bad it is. I'm going to put money on A, Bill's already dead. Why do you say that? Um, I don't know. I wrote it down last night. Um, I think that Queen's probably dead and I think Bill's probably dead. Um, and uh, Hillary will try to run. I don't think she would ever uh, kill herself or let anyone suicide her. Uh, I think she's had a plan on how to get out for a long time. I think the big voices that are going to come out against it and revealing everything is going to be her daughter. I think Chelsea's going to come out as soon as her mom is whatever. I don't know. I don't know what will happen with Hillary. Hillary doesn't know yet. Hillary is constantly oscillating. Have you ever tried to read psychically what Hillary's doing? People call her a maniac that are empathic because when you try to read her, it's like a fucking pinwheel. She employs psychics. There's levels of trying to get into what she's doing. That's why she doesn't give a fuck about her emails. That's child's play. She knows she can get past emails. Everybody could read her fucking emails. They could say whatever they wanted. She doesn't care. That's why she laughed about it on TV. It was a pain in the butt, so she cared. One more thing to deal with, and caring is fun. You know. But I'm telling you guys, I think Bill passed away. I think Chelsea's going to be pissed. I think what people were doing was a million times worse. And Michael Jackson thought he was actually saving kids from that. And he probably fucking was. The people that know the most about it, about him, the boys, they're still alive, but the exception of these two that just came forward on HBO, which I haven't gotten into that at all. Um, they say that too. That's where I got. Didn't make it up. Uh, psychically reading, Michael Jackson is like tapping into just, it's a modern day Peter Pan. There's no... There's no sexuality, period. That's why I say that. I think that probably there is more cuddling than we're used to adults doing with kids that aren't theirs. And we're in a time period where that's really frowned upon. And we're coming out of a time period where kids were really shit upon. They still are. We have a lot of apologizing to do adults. We had a lot of things we should have been standing up in court about and yelling louder. But we enjoyed the frills. There's, I just heard that there is, where did I hear that Boston Legal? I got to double check that. They said on Boston Legal that Vioxx alone had injured and killed 40,000 people. That can't be right. Hold on. Vioxx had injured 17,000 and only eight had made it to court. Vaccines pay out to 39, 1% of vaccinated children, and that's 39,000 people a year. The third leading cause of death is your doctor. So next time your doctor says something about, oh, well, they're only a parent, they're not a doctor, remember that parents are nowhere on the fucking leading cause of death list, and there's a lot more of them than doctors. Well, doctors are parents, too. Well, yeah, well, maybe they should focus a little better. 
if you start reading about, you know, kind of the, the history of the medical industry, it gets a little dicey, and I'm not saying there's not good doctors with great intentions and wonderful people out there that are saving the industry. I think we need to take over that infrastructure. Make it a Trojan horse of fucking amazingness. Holly Mark's wife is doing the coolest fucking shit. She works at a um, plant distribution kind of place, a nursery, and most of the plants that go anywhere come through her, and so she just is just loving the shit out of them. She's changing the world. Does that change the world? Yeah, man. Imagine the ripple effects from that. Ooh, what is that? Is that water or pee-pee? Oh, it's water. That's just water. That's okay. We can play in water. We don't want to play in pee-pee. We don't want to play in pee-pee. So, yeah. Holly's the shit. Chelsea Clinton's gonna find out and want to fix it because she's got a beautiful heart and soul. I love her dearly and always have. I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's as bad as the worst people say it is. It usually isn't. But man, if there was somebody accusing me of the level of shit that she's getting accused of, I would just be heartbroken. I definitely wouldn't laugh and ignore it. Do you guys remember Trump bringing a Bill Clinton's fucking accusers to the debates. Go back and watch the debates now. We should do that. Maybe that's what Mark and I should do. Go and do a live feed of us watching the debates from the last election. Specifically, like, I mean, the whole things would be kind of long. But that'd be interesting to relive as we go into this election. If we're going to lean into the fact that these politics exist, that whether we want to be love, light, and positive, or sad, or enjoy the whole spectrum of human emotion um what has been created has been created and it's here and there's ways to talk about it and experience it that aren't hopeless oh well well well. should we get the hose should we get the hose and acknowledge all the good being done and i'm the biggest one that needs to do this I'm i'm preaching to my my own choir here Oh, what? Oh, what? Our garden needs love. We're getting siding. My husband and his his uh, work buddies are putting siding on the house, and it's amazing and an amazingly huge job. We got all new windows. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're keeping our house nice and cool. Yeah. What do you think? Is this pretty much a wrap, my friend? Is it time to go nap? You want mama all to yourself now for a little while? A little while. Alright. So. That'd be fun. Politics. What if we recognize the game that it was and recognize our power in it? That might make it more fun. Coke just died. One of the Koch brothers. That puts a huge hole in charitable donations and lobbying and everything else who's stepping up underneath them the kids are all right man there's some good kids out there there's some screwed up kids but i don't know what's going to happen to them because there's some really weird kids out there right now has there always been such weird kids it's just now they can tell us how we're there we used to just shove them into corners somewhere (laughs) why are you saying there's weird kids i mean that uh there's like i don't know it's like they're so sensitive 
but they're the very, very aggressive and cutthroat. Maybe, you know, the pendulum swings both ways kind of thing. They've always been there. I knew them when I was a kid, too. Nothing's new. Read your history books. All right, I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Kids are all right. Just keep sharing. Keep teaching. Knowledge is power. The more you know. All right. I will talk to you guys later. I adore you immensely. Have a wonderful whatever it is. And uh, go be nice to somebody and see, you know, what ripple effect it can cause. Create some change. Take up some space. You know, every sound is taking up space. It's moving things. It's a, it's a wavelength that moves on a molecular level. So know that every sound you create is creating change. Every song you play, every everything. And feeling sad and expressing that doesn't create more sadness. It can use the sadness up. But that's only if you keep progressing. You might have to sit in it for a while. I did. I had to sit in my sadness for a while. And I hid most of it because it was mine. I don't have to share it. I'm under no obligation to share it with anybody at all. I'm an adult who's allowed to feel whatever I want. Privately. Publicly, it can make people scared. If I say certain things, I'd say privately. Because they don't know me. They don't have context. It's an interesting web we weave, choosing to be in the public sphere a little bit here. Dipping our toe in the pool of possibilities. Dip your toe. All right, folks, go dip your toes. We'll talk later. Go listen to Open Lines Radio. We got lots of really fun stuff to listen to. Lots of real deep conversation stuff. And then mixtape is really cool. There's lots of 90s and 80s and amazing music here for you guys. Alan Watts and who else have I heard? Terrence McKenna. I've heard their stuff played. What was that on? On detention? Sunday school detention? Fucking love that. All right. I love you guys. I got to go. I'll talk to you later. This has been Angie on Between Blue Worlds. Have a wonderful day. And, uh, yeah, be cool. Peace out.